Helen Andrews of Spare Harvest. Welcome. Thank you. Um, now, Spare Harvest sounds like it's something to do with uh, growing food. Can you talk to us about what Spare Harvest is? Well, you're smack on right. It is all about food. So Spare Harvest is about connecting people to exchange what they have spare in their kitchens and gardens. So it's about actually bringing community together and making sure that what we've got spare, idle or unwanted in our kitchens and our gardens is actually used more efficiently and we share it with our community. So is that more about food waste, you know, the amount of food we throw away or about food we grow? Both. It's actually about both. So um, food waste is an incredibly um, big problem uh, and it um, works towards actually ensuring that it less is wasted um, through the more efficient distribution of um, excess food with each other. But it's also about what's um, in our gardens too. Like uh, when you plant a tree and it, and it gives you lots of fruit that you can't eat all of the fruit at the same time, you'll have a seasonal glut. And it's about actually moving that seasonal glut onto people who can also use it. So it doesn't become waste as well. So it's, it's a, it's a double-edged um, uh, initiative where it's reducing waste, but it's also reducing consumption of new um, resources into the community. One of the challenges about glut is that when there is a glut, uh, that food is cheap, it's available, widely available. And so um, it's not just a matter of moving it on to other people in the community, is it? No, not at all. So it's, uh, that's the nature of seasonal fruit is that you actually do that. It, it is cheaper in the supermarket, but the point is also about connecting with the person who actually grows the food, having that one-to-one -one connection with that person, understanding how they grew the food. Um, you'll find food that is actually bought locally out of someone's or even shared locally out of someone's um, yard or garden is probably pesticide-free, it's probably the most nutritionally rich because it's picked right at the time of consumption. It's um, lovingly being looked after with fertilisers and mulch and things like that. So it's all of those other things that come in amongst around the food. It's just not food you put in your mouth. It's also all of the things that happen around growing that food. Right. So that's the um, concept and the idea behind Spare Harvest that fits the name. How does it actually work? What is Spare Harvest, the business or...? Right. So it's it's a it's a peer to peer platform. It's about bringing um, households to households together to exchange what they have spare in their kitchens and gardens. And what started off with um, a mandarin problem for me, where I had a glut of mandarins and I needed to share them onto people because I was wasting them, has now through the use of the platform, people are using it to share food hydrators or um, mowers or pots, plants, seeds, cuttings. Um, Food scraps, coffee grounds, eggshells, newspapers, cardboards, people are even offering their time to help people water in their garden. So by leaving the platform completely flexible in that regard, we've watched people use it in different ways. And that's what I've really loved about it. I've not, not said that you have to actually swap it or it has to be just about your tools or it has to be just about um, food scraps. I've left it open to people to decide how they want to use it and what they want to use it for. So when you say platform, you're talking about uh, technology? Yes, yes. Yep. Using technology to facilitate those connections. So um, bringing in what people are currently really familiar and comfortable with, which is technology, um, and using that to facilitate face-to-face -face connections. Um, so basically it's a, a website uh, and an app, 
Uh, we uh, would love to go just to an app, but a large percentage of our audience are, are on older demographic and they love using the, the, web, the computer screen to actually do that. But mainly we've brought the app in to actually connect with some of the younger generation who are desperately interested in knowing about more about their food and food sovereignty. And also the app allows people to take their phones into their garden and take a picture of whatever they've got to share and quickly upload it into their listing. Now, I mean, apps and websites for that matter are quite um, crowded spaces. What have been the challenges about getting the app and web application out there? Oh, absolutely. Massive challenge, Jeff. I mean, it is incredibly cluttered space. Um, so Spare Harvest is, is basically a grassroots little movement and it's happened by organic growth only. I've not thrown any advertising at it. I don't have the funds to do that because we are grassroots. We're, we are organic. Um, so that has been absolutely a struggle, but it's people sharing it with their other networks. People jump on board. Yeah, I love this and move it on and, and things like that. But not only knowing about the other struggle is getting people to actually participate in it. They love the idea of it, but then we get busy in our lives and we just get caught up in all our day-to-day -day stuff that sometimes they forget that they've actually got spare stuff in their kitchens and their gardens that they could be moving on. But what I have found, but what I have found, people who actually do actually engage with it absolutely love it. They come back over and over again and use it for a variety of other ways. Okay, so what are some examples of people, people's use? 